Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Towton Cup Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we are teaming up to record episode 106 of The One One, your WA Racing podcast. It's uh, 11.55am on Thursday, the 9th of December. Jack Leach is bowling absolute poop and um, the Ashes is all over. All over? Uh, not all over. I think, or as I said to you before, I reckon if we batted first, the game could almost be in this position now. <laughs> I think Joe Roos... Uh, Rooted that decision at the toss. But, um, <laughs> the toss. I just all I want with the Ashes is I just want to find out what Shane Warne thinks about Mitchell Stark. It's just he just doesn't seem to be giving any firm opinions um, about what he wants from from Mitchell. So that'd be nice if you the, could share that with yeah. us. So the Ashes is on. There's a bit happening here at One One HQ, but later in the day we've got to turn our attention to the Crayfish Coast, Geraldton. Mm. Albany tomorrow. These are two of the Guru's favourite venues. Tell you what, Geraldton wasn't my favourite venue at its last meeting. It was a it was a a bath of blood. Yeah, right. I was at the just. I got, sl- <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got slayed by Gerald, and I, I was hopping into Graham Amacrist horses all day, and Graham's team isn't going as yet. But uh, yeah, no. Hopefully, we can turn that around. Today. Bounce back, bounce yeah, back. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, bounce back factor today. All I can tell you is it can't be much bloody worse than that. So all right. Yeah. Town Cup Day, Ascot Saturday, and then the weekend finishes up at Pinjarra on Sunday. Looking forward to it. All right. Stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meats Get Out Stakes competition. Very tough Get Out Stakes this week. I think it's $5 the field, which I always like for a Get Out Stakes, so it comes down to result, not just margin. Um, And don't forget our uh, take two of Lockie Taylor versus Riley dot, dot, dot Morgan um, in our Mundaring Hotel WR Racing Mastermind competition. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, hundred percent. Betfair Edge, Terry, what's happening on the, uh, uh, on, the on? What do we, how do we listen to that? Do we download the app. What do we do? Uh, we uh, we download the app for you. Yeah, we do all of the above. Um, dearie me, Jack Leach is bowling. Put um, we um, oh, listeners. I've lost. I've lost Terry. <laughs> yeah, the cricket's on the in ashes, the background. <laughs> the ashes have got him. The ashes. Uh, have got yeah, it'll be on tomorrow. Three weeks off after this. Miles is away, so I've said I want to. I'm not really interested in doing it if he's not. So three weeks after this, we're off. So we'll go out with a bang. Boom. Off we go. Who's on the show? Oh, I haven't organised that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So don't stay know. tuned. We're going out. It's uh, headline news. We're going out with a bang on the Betfair Edge. Oh, no, we probably won't go out. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just haven't know. A few weeks off over Chrissy. Looking forward to it. Okay. The All heat's right. going to my head. All right. Town Cup Day at Ascot. Railback in the true position. We've got a bit of a – we've had a hot week, but uh, cool last time I checked on the BOM – Cools down 25 degrees maximum. Yeah, 25 southwesterly. So let's just allow fair every single meeting going forward, regardless of conditions. I'm just allowing for speed maps. Like I actually, I think it's just the best way to go about it. If the day changes as we go, then um, fair enough. But it's just conditions. Mm-hmm. Just conditions. You feel better going into it too. Otherwise, you're looking for a certain type of horse. You know. And- so just quickly, I I've had a couple of um, weeks off the midweekers recently. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I was. Just generally speaking, just read a couple Floating. of previews, and I was and the, had a look at the BOM, and I, it sort of looked like there was Easterlies there yesterday. Mm. What did you see from that track midweek? Well, Scotty Embry messaged me saying um, the Easterlies blowing that hard it even moved the hairs on your head. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wanker. Um, so I reckon it was a it was a reasonable one, and obviously because all the racing was done between. Uh, quarter yes, past 10 and, and, and I was a bit lost at 
I thought I'd get through the Saturday form quickly, but that didn't um, that didn't eventuate, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I, I still think it played a little bit um, a little bit on speed. It's hard to tell. I mean, a few of the races there was pretty ordinary horses up um towards the rear. And it's going to be difficult to make ground. Uh, we saw a couple of Darren, Darren McAuliffe's who started short in Cold Chisel and. Um, Velvet Queen win from near last, but perhaps they had to win. I actually back Kicker Goldson that race. I think if, he, if Joey followed Chris through, he probably beats him, but he went around him and circled him. Mm-hmm. Leading that race is Mr. Causeway and Blazing Away. So Mr. Causeway probably wasn't up to him. Blazing Away probably needs a run or two. So I do think it was a better to be on speed. But again, I think if you allowed for your maps, you were you were you were safe in that sense. But uh yeah. Velvet Queen looks like a horse, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Yeah. She does. The one thing I'll say from that race is um I think Probity nearly went through the fence. I reckon okay. Probity would have won the race if, if Holly That actually was just quite a good straight. midweeker actually. It was, it was uh, a super, Ponyo. Yeah. yeah. So there's a shame that Wuhan and Thomas came out, but yeah. we'll speak about them shortly. They're the sort of horses that should be racing Saturdays. Anyway, yeah. let's get stuck in. Race one is the Tab Touch Westby Platinum Handicap, twelve hundred meters, eleven forty eight AM kickoff time. Just the eight runners to face the starter. And, um, yeah, I mean, we've got a blend of experience and relative newcomers, a couple of maidens thrown in the mix, but overall not a deep race to kick things off. But um, my eye, when I was looking quickly, glance at the field initially, was drawn to a horse by the name of Queen of Soul. Mm. Simon A. Miller coming off a uh, three-peat feature race successes last, uh, last Saturday. Stable, obviously, up and about. This mare carried 60 kilos to a pretty good win first up. Admittedly, it was a class one at Belmont midweek. Knocked off Ambergate Rose, who came out and won. Uh, that was at, I think she won at Pinjarra the other day. So she did. Queen of Souls, a five-year-old. Only had the eight starts. Always shown a bit, but must be kind of fine and still developing because it's been very sparingly raced by Simon A. So they've they've held on to her for a reason, and I feel as though this is the preparation that she starts chalking up the wins. What are your thoughts on the opener, Guru? Uh, it's a pretty ordinary race, but mm. um, yeah. Look, I've priced Queen of Soul favourite. Um, I marked her 360. I reckon I could have probably had her a little bit shorter, but I uh, wasn't too perturbed re-getting involved. It's funny you say, though, she's just won a, a class one. It's just a bit of a, you know, not necessarily the best form line, but, I mean, you're talking um, your second favourite still is a class one, Western Rhythm, who's yeah. just lost a lot of trust with punters. Um, so how many starts <clears> has Western Rhythm had? Uh, Western, they probably had the similar amount 14. of starts, I say, yeah. How many times during you back Western Rhythm? Uh, I've backed Western Rhythm on 13 <laughs> occasions, I reckon. So um, usually it goes very well fresh, but I mean, yeah. it's, it's a nice little setup for it from the gate. And it's a 56 Raider and a 58 plus, but it's still well in on the minimum. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a class. I mean, you look at the fact Chicks Flicks, who's a, who's a maiden's $9.50, where I'm looking here. So that tells you a little bit about probably the depth of the race. Standout yep. Rose is coming off. It's the best horse, I think, but it's coming off uh, a setback. And um, and she's drawn the widest gate. So whether Holly tags back to last or what she does, it could be difficult from there. But look, Safety Bay gets a soft in front. Whether Safety Bay's had enough this prep, I don't know, but it's going to be a soft old map for Safety Bay early in the day. Yep. Lace Vinsky will tag it. Lace Vinsky's in career best at the moment. Um, did get beaten at Albany last start, but Nahachi would be a dollar ninety in this race, I reckon. Um, Nahachi's a horse I'm really surprised that Adam Durant persists with Albany and Geraldton races because I reckon he, there's wins in, in town for Nahachi I really like. Nahachi is a race horse, but it just – like you go with Lace Vinsky and you look at it and you go, okay, you've carried six, you've carried 54 to beat Pasta Hero at Narrage and you've carried 55 and a half to win at Albany. And now you've got to come to town and carry 60. It's fair enough because you're going 70 plus to 58 and it does make sense. It just, 
sometimes you just look at weights. You go, it looks a bit of blood. Then you look at Queen of Soul and you said it's carried 60 kilos last start. Now carries 56. I don't think this is a huge amount harder. Yeah. So you're getting four yeah. off. Sometimes it's 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 just by sight and feel about what well, the Well, the thing with Lazevinsky is uh, five, got, this horse got had won two from 25 prior to this preparation. Mm-hmm. So those wins have been really authoritative too. Yeah. Like they've I, been I just really think he's just been wins. one of those horses who's been harshly handicapped his whole career. And mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do with his consistency and he's run seven yeah. seconds, right? So he gets five points for winning at Narragin, five country points, another three for winning at Albany. Then he gets two for running second to Nahachi the other day, which was That was harsh. harsh. The and third horse that day was uh, something which was poorly weighted in the handicap that shouldn't have been yeah, there anyway. Yeah, it was anyway. a 67 so, Raider. Yeah, so. a 67 Raider was a yeah. Paul Roberts runner from memory. Was it so Gum, no, Might have been. Might yeah, have been. something like that. But, been, yeah. yeah, so I just feel – and even coming to town, they've – Last time he was in town, he rated 65, and he's effectively got five points for those Narrage and Albany performances this prep. So I feel I, as though he's, he's, the handicappers might think he's a bit better horse than what he actually is, Lace Vinci. But this is a good setup for him. So It is. I, 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 I almost would have thought it was probably a good from Barry to a good setup to put the apprentice on, but he's in career best form, and it's been Peter Nucky. I, I think in he's, the a saddle. Bit of a, he's got a few tricks. Yeah, Lace and Vinci, the fact so. that Peter Nucky's been in the saddle for for that little period, it probably makes sense not to yeah. change that up because that might be part of the sort of the winning formula. But, um, yeah, look, long story short, Queen of Soul, I'm 360. It's currently 380. I'm not really too perturbed. I'm not dire. Like, I'm not desperate to be on Queen of Soul. It wouldn't surprise me. Western Rhythm wouldn't surprise me. Lace Finsky wouldn't surprise me. Safety Bay, if it gets as soft on paper, this should get the softest because there's no pressure whatsoever. Lace Finsky's happy probably tagging Safety mm. Bay. Um, so this could be if they walk to the turn and Safety Bay gives that kick with no way, it's just naturally, naturally it's going to be hard to beat. That's yeah. how racing works. Um, but, yeah. Look. So standout roses, 24 days between runs and coming off a setback, scratched Lame, yeah. scratched with lameness on the 27th of mm. November. Her third to no white flag stacks up good two starts ago. And that class three run behind War Warrior was actually quite good. Got home in similar sectionals to go forward on that occasion. So Could be last, though. Yeah, it could be last. So mm. that's uh, – Holly Watson's going to have a um, have to uh, make all the right moves from that position run, but uh, like like Terry, I'm uh, three fifty Queen of Soul or similar to Terry, three fifty Queen of Soul, and she's my on topper. Race two, tab touch, Betty or bet plate handicap for the three olds over uh, sorry, handicap set weights and penalties for three olds over the eleven hundred meters. Another field light on for numbers just the seven and it's not not uh, not surprising considering five or five of the horses that raced in a similar race uh, midweek yes they could easily have lined up in this mm, and to, made, a cracker. made it an absolute cracker but they went their separate ways and um perhaps that was something to do with the fact that they didn't want to take on number four rock and rupert short price fave mm, potentially yeah mm. i don't recall it's not one to usually Sure, challenge is he? Mm. Um, but yeah, no, Rock and Rupert couldn't have been much more impressive. Before we get into that, Forever Autumn was it scratched in the last couple of weeks? I looked for it, didn't find it, or was it just uh, nommed, non- I think it might have been just nommed and did not accept, but um, yeah, was, I think you're right. Yeah, I was I was interested in that. I watched the Placidark again. I reckon it should have almost won. I reckon it? it would have just yeah. about won. It looked to me, it's obviously it's always um, a bit of guesswork because we don't know how well once you get through the gap you're going to go. Um, it was jog trotting. But it looked to be jog trotting, mm-hmm. yeah, at that point in time. So uh, interesting runner there. But, um, look, I'm working on the fact that um, Wuhan Warrior will lead. Mm-hmm. Wuhan Warrior is the big improver. It's actually yeah. over my price at the moment, but I haven't backed it. I probably won't. I don't I don't feel like it's your winner. Um, but Wuhan Warrior improves massively. It's only led three times in its life. Two of them were trials. It won by eight and five. And mm-hmm. the other one was when it beat Treasured Star by six and a half, albeit on a bog track. But some horses just absolutely fly when finding the rail and rolling. And Sean McGrady 
and not just it, but most Ballantine horses, it looks like, um, really agree with each mm. other. So Wuhan Warrior runs a big race in front if you're looking for something probably no, a little bit yeah, longer. Com- complete forgive run first up for mine. Wouldn't mm, it? Yep. 100%. Yeah, forget it went around. It actually went pretty well. Yeah. Looking at how it all eventuated. Yeah, it so. kind of torrid the whole mm. way it all played out. But Rock and Rope, it looks like it should land in the breeze. Um, I guess the fly in the ointment is the ladies of Vamp. Mm. Bo Banovich Edwards going on the three kilo, 53 kilo from the back. Are they going to instruct Bo to be aggressive and try and get to the breeze and utilise the weight? I had a breezing. Yeah, Yeah, and then you got Rock and Rupert at the 1 1. So that's interesting if that does occur because then you're talking, uh, because he's a sizzler, just drops out from Mm -hmm. Barrier 7. Then you're talking, there's only a couple of lengths between um, Rock and Rupert and he's a sizzler, which does um, make things a little bit more interesting. So I'd, I'd, I'd be preferring as a Rock and Rupert supporter here, who I am am pretty keen on. Um, You want breeze? I'd prefer Breeze, yeah, because yeah. a lot of those trial wins have been in I the Breeze as well. I see what you're saying. You want separation right. from uh, He's a Sizzler. Yeah, yeah I want yeah. it to be impossible for He's a Sizzler or He's a Sizzler to have to run a last two or four that's just not going to be capable if yeah. Rock and Rupert holds form. So I, I've been super impressed by Rock and Rupert. Border Force came out. Uh, ran a really nice race midweek. Uh, second trial, win by six was was super. And then first up, Storybook didn't frank the form at all, actually. There's not a huge amount coming from that race that's overly positive, but it just he looks like a horse who had a fair bit more in the tank. He's got tactical speed. Got some um, quality about him, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got some quality yeah. about him. So I suspect he's hard to beat. But again, price is like a, it's just Where are yeah, we just $2.10. I'm, that's exactly my price, $2.10. So. Um, I'm not really interested unless we get above that. I, it, this is one that I'm happy backing it, not much over though. Um, we'll talk about other ones coming up where I, I probably need a bit more, but I'm fairly, fairly confident in, in my market that. Um, what yeah, price did I, you have? He's a sizzler. Uh, I was $5 just, just on the map, mm-hmm. just being back last. Uh, trial was great. Uh, all the form lines make complete and utter sense. It was just purely a speed map thing. Yeah. I, don't, I think Rock and Rupert's still. It's got plenty of upside to come, and it's going to have a head start over 1,100 metres. It's just very simply it came down to that. It wasn't a um, – and Wuhan Warrior, if it does jump well enough because you've got Thomas Magnum in the pair, and it's not impossible that Peter Nucky finds the back of Wuhan Warrior, who should give a kick, shake off the ladies of Vamp, and off yep. you go. So uh, I, I almost think it's a sit and steer to some degree um, for Peter Nucky, but that's a dangerous thing to say for – um, for any race that it's going to be a sit and steer. So, um, yeah, look, I think Rock and River just looks like it's got more wins um, as a – yeah, you see those early type of jump and runners that can just run time. This is the feel it gives me. But, again, I was hoping with Heather Sizzler in the race we might see 260 to be able to bet into. But who knows? Maybe you were late. Maybe we'll. Heather Sizzler's got What did we numbers. see on the Brad bet early? Brad went up three bucks, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that, 310. Um, but – yeah, that'd be nice if we could lock in a bit more of the three bucks Brad put up. But uh, who knows? Who knows what this will do like? There's, there is a chance he's a sizzler money could come here. Yeah. You know? I'm kind, um, of, I'm kind yeah. of in Brad's court, not necessarily mm. from a price point of view, but I uh, I see that he opened up he's a sizzler fave. So yep. I'm going to make the case for he's a sizzler. Obviously, Rock and Rupert was very keen on um, that horse on debut, um, was happy to take on Wuhan Warrior and um, and have a crack at Rock and Rupert that day. Trials were super. You can just tell that it just, it just glides across the turf, doesn't it? So the thing was is that Storybook was the horse sort of running at it late, had Storybook covered comfortably. Yeah. But um, just was just sort of wondering like what – what would Story have happened? Book, Storybook couldn't walk at its next day. Yeah, what would have happened if he's a, if he's a sizzler was coming at it late? Do you know what I mean? So, mm. um, in saying that, Rock and Rupert's obviously just just at the at the at the very 
beginning of what looks like a likely um, successful career. One the thing about he's on that yeah. with Brock and Rupert is a lot of these horses who have this gate speed and they're young and they're tactical. This is the best part of their career. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't have the ability to go to that next level. Like a lot of them do. I don't think he's squibbish though. No, no, no. no. no but just sometimes they, as you said, and you bang on there, yeah. and that's the part that'll be really interesting. If he's a Siddler's close enough, yeah. Does Rock and Rupert have another gear? Yeah. But when Peter Nucky yeah. gives it the stick and asks for a bit more of an effort, or is that cruising speed? That's sometimes peak. That's sometimes peak. That was a little bit of tempo, the knock so. on Labor Rod early too, wasn't it? He was like, he was a bit of a, when it was on his terms, he yep. was, and then when the blowtorch got applied to him, he sort of, obviously he's developed and matured into a top quality horse. But yeah, like. He's a sizzler should be coming harder. Like, yeah. There is no one in WA at the moment that is riding sit and sprint is better than Chris Parnham. It's just, it's it's an art. What he's doing at the moment is an art form. The way yeah. he's just, his levels of patience, even when it looks like he's, the race is unfolding and he's going to miss out, it's. It's it's pike like yeah. just the patience ha- is incredible. Happened a couple of times yesterday too. Yeah, didn't it? exactly yeah. right. So he's a sizzler's going to be back coiled up. Beat, um, me, beat me twice actually. Yeah, back coiled up, launching. I've just got a s- sneaking suspicion that he's a sizzler's ready to take the next step. This prep on debut oh, as a no. on, who works for the Danny Moore. Who does a bit oh, of work for the Danny Moore no, no, out here? Is, is this something we should uh, no, no, we should no, listen to? No, not at all. On debut as a two year old was put him on the spot. Here. Was uh, narrowly defeated by Spin the Knife who's a, obviously a very talented three-year-old, we, who was a shame that we didn't get to see more of this spring uh, after I think around second or third in the three-year-old classic and uh, behind Lewa. And then first up last prep, he was arguably a good thing beat, knocked off by the front bar. First up at Belmont, got into a bit of strife and launched late. So he's a sizzler. up with him early. Yeah, he's mm. a sizzler coiled up in a seven-horse field. Um, conditions to suit... Chrissy Parnham timing his run, his winning mm-hmm. move. If he can get, if he can get within striking distance of rocking Rupert on straightening, and I think a lot of that will have to do with the tempo that Wuhan Warrior sets as well. Um, then he's a sizzler's got the the big booming finish capable of getting over the top. So I went with he's a sizzler. Um, obviously, strong case for Rock and Rupert, and I'm with you as well. I think Wuhan will enjoy finding the rail in front and give a good kick. But because mm. just thinking he's a sizzler could be the horse on the way up. Yeah. Yeah, Wuhan Warrior at 12 bucks, longer price than Forever Autumn, who's probably back with he's a sizzler and yeah. Thomas Magnum, who juries just until he, I think at this level, Thomas, learning, Thomas Magnum he? probably needs to learn a bit more yeah. before he can win at this level. He's still learning. He had a bit of a brain fade in the uh, in the Placid Arc and nothing really went right for him, but he's a nice This is This is a race full of nice horses, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be a springboard into bigger and better things in the new year, I think. Mm-hmm. Race number three, Terry. The Glenroy <sighs> The Glenroy Shaft Handicap. But the one thousand meters and my notes after creating a market for this was there's only one horse that you can tip. You can't tip any other horses here. This is the this is the most boring horse race I've ever seen. Yeah, Klondike Kenny's a moral, isn't it? It's absolutely <laughs> it's a Dennis Cooper <laughs> trifecta. Just box them. Klondike Denger and Woodbug. Woodbug, geez, you, I, did, I did my ass on Woodbug at Carnarvon one day. Units, surely. Trifecta. Units. Oh, just several of them, yeah. 100%. Um, I, I, think, I think I joined in with you with that Woodbug thing. Oh, I was I, I think so I keen. I was so, so, so keen. Like, it was like every time I have a real big goal. And I got a whole bunch of the lads last week to that were based over race to go down and take like the 15 bucks private scene on Sunday. right? And I did like the winner, um, Constant Dream. Yeah. I just knew the 15 bucks was cooked. And um, so you got a massive amount. Every time you you, you go above and beyond to get your people to roll, and 
Yeah, it just went absolutely horribly, absolutely horribly. Anyway, Woodbug can't win this. It wins this. That'll, that'll do me just about. But um, It's not a very good race, actually. So if he's, got, if he's got Woodbug up and about, Dennis, I wouldn't begrudge him the victory. But um, look, Beads, from a map point of view, should be stalking Bopping Blue, Ultimate Command, and, and should be very hard to beat. I don't think it's any other way you can look at this differently. Agent Kensington's a really nice speed map horse. Put it in the right spot, runs you a good race, but it's it's got a ceiling. Bopping Blue looks inferior to Beads and might have to park outside of Ultimate Command. Ultimate Command's the one if you're looking for one to maybe a bit of fly in the ointment just because yeah. it was a total forget run last start when I think Lactar did try to restrain it as well early on. He didn't look yeah. like he showed much intent. Yeah. So finding the rail, Brad Parnham back on, that ticks a few boxes. But um, I think there was an inquiry into that as well, actually. Yeah, I, I just – I just and the most boring part is I just said I can't see how anyone – We'll tip another horse. It's very difficult. to. I, I wanted to try because I knew Bees was going to be about this 250 mark, which looks thin yeah. for a horse I don't trust that much, but I'm 220, you know? So I'm going to wait for Betfair, though. I'm not taking any of that price. I'm not taking the 250. I'm going to wait for Betfair, and I've got, I've got a sneaking suspicion there might be some money for something else, and we can um, see three bucks. Yeah, Be- Beads is uh, – yeah, I think he won – I think he went fair first up. Initial yeah. racing prep, and then he come on. He won second up, and then he ran second, third up spell. He went fair first up, then he's elevated second up. I think he's got another level to go. I think he's, I think he's quite a nice horse, Beads. Just quickly, just touching on that three odd race, race two, Beads, Ultimate Command, and Bopping Blue were three horses that were in the noms for that as well. And then they have come out and they've gone into the race against the older horses over the thousands. So again, we're just sort of we're diverting our good talent, place talent. Push, yeah it's great and especially with the i think it was more gate related but um but yeah from two and also mantelli interesting runner ran second after looking the winner at ascot yesterday does do you think he the ganjimi's butter up um i don't know horses with three-day backups are going well at the moment mm. it's no deep race if he's okay i reckon they will but um yeah depends how he's pulled up i guess yeah so it's because it, it's an interesting speed map horse as well because it, it could crash mm-hmm. across and and inject some pressure into the race which, be, beware if you are going to take two dollars 50 beads if mantelli comes out your um deductions you're down to probably 220 or something so okay uh, yeah so i'm with you i think beads just looks like it's just gonna have the drop on them especially if they go hard he's just gonna get sucked into the race just needs galloping room late i think he's a nice horse in the making beads and um should be getting the job done yeah if beads is too short Throughout betting, I'll be looking at an agent Kensington place bet. I think it's a really reliable horse from a good gate. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that's probably something I'll consider is uh, agent Kensington place if we're talking 330 like yeah. plus, which we might not say. I think Bop and Blue was pretty good the other day, just scooted along and just just petered out a little bit mm. on the line. I just don't think he's going to get the, the – going to find the front. So um, he's got heaps of gate speed as Bop and Blue, but even if he does – happen to cross and find the front. This feels like pressure. He's not necessarily going to might not get it on his own terms, which he needs, whereas Bede's just going to get the right run in transit. So, yeah, everything points towards uh, Sutterkoth number four, Bede's. Certainly does. Race number four, the Amelia Park. Handicap uh, over the 1,400 metres. We see God has chosen go around again. I'm going to try to have a bit more enthusiasm in my voice because I do like to see God has chosen go around. Um very exciting horse, but uh, look, it, it is hard to tip against BJ, but with William Pike out of the saddle and Paul Harvey going on, I've got, got first, a sneaking... First day back in the saddle for the First pot. day back in the saddle for the pine. He's $1.65. Just, I've got a sneaking suspicion that um, something goes awry here. That's that's a sneaking suspicion I have. And Okay, so how does how does, oh, how probably, does he get bait? He probably shouldn't, but um, the... the <laughs> 
thing is, he's, he's drawn awkwardly and Pikey's been happy lobbing him out 3D at the trip. But when Pikey's lobbed him out 3D at the trip, it's been on slow tempos, yep. um, which has been fairly suitable. There should be a bit of speed in this with Spilling Over and Ginger Flyer drawn seven and nine. They'll want to come across. Rebel Knight drawn four will want to be real handy. Um, and then you've got the two horses right down the bottom, um, Asymmetric and Mr. Mount Walker. They're both leaders back type horses. Yep. So they're not just going to let those two cross and get to the fence. Either. So it's going to be a quickly run race, which means – Paul Harvey shouldn't have to think about going forward. Yeah. He should simply just land close to last with Goddess Chosen, get wide, and it should go past him. Um, yeah, it, it should be winning the race. Sometimes that's just more about feel. It, it's with the change in jock, uh, the awkward gate. Harvey's going to have to circle him at $1.60. And I know this horse is a it's a future star and it's probably got five more wins in it before yeah. it get, reaches its mark. Um, but that just feels like a little bit of a risk for me at $1.65. So um, big watch on Roy Rogers pair. Fangio, he produced it last campaign, fresh to win. Um, with this speed map, though, from barrier three, it's not going to be able to use the barrier. Mm. I don't think. I think Fangio's going to be back near last. It's going to be back with um, – it's probably going to be inside Goddard's Yes, yeah. exactly right. And um, the other one's Brutus Max. So first, first up last prep, Fangio was last. Pike never left the never fence. Never left the fence on yep. a day where you had to be hard on the fence yep. and they left the gap open for him. Yeah, that was um, – very good ride. <laughs> Brutus Maximus is, is the way I'm going to go each way for a very small little bet, BJ. Um, since it's gone to Roy Rogers, uh, was a winner at Albany. That was his first run for seven weeks. He only fell in a 58 plus, but for seven weeks at a mile, that's not a horrible effort. Come out around second, uh, where he wasn't all that lucky in the Albany Cup to Maracino, who was Actually, flying was at big, the time. That was a big run, wasn't it? It was huge. He that just went, he run, went yeah. super. And you've got to remember, Brutus Maximus is a horse that's always had a lot of ability, always had a big reputation huge, about from yeah. a young age. He's yeah. now seven. Um, and he had 18 starts, Brutus. Yeah. yeah. Then ended up forward in a Pinjaro Cup. Yeah, I mean, he went over East for a while as well. Yeah. Then went forward in a Pinjaro Cup. Forget he went around there. First up, he was held up on the fence. Um, never happy. He's a big, big, have a look at him. He's a big unit, Brutus Maximus. Big so he loves, Yeah, he's a big Big brute. I love Joey as a party on these type of horses that need reminding and need really bumping into the race. So, look, I think Brutus Maximus can run you a little bit of a race, but like I, again, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, unless I bet, I'm just waiting for Betfair for this race, and I'll be probably hoping to see Goddess Chosen really heavily supported into a number that I think is a little bit crazy, and then I'll probably be looking at an each way bet on a horse like Brutus Maximus at hopefully something near twenty bucks. Who leads? Do you think? Um, it depends if Ginger Fly can jump a little bit sharper, but they've mm. basically said with Ginger Fly they're not desperate to lead so i think spillanova will probably come across and find the fence but mm. it's not impossible that rebel knight leads them at all yeah. um it, it they've been very settled. positive with the rebel knight lately haven't they? they have mitchell's back on as well mm. so um all i know is it should be willing and it should be allowing those with cover i tell you uh, what if spillanova can find the yeah. rail in front with Kesh and the way that team taylor is uh they're flying at the moment i would be our old favorite mm. our old favorite spillanova could try and nick it yeah, 100%. Could try and I, I've been waiting for Spillanova to come to a harder race and go down in weight. Yeah. Um, Rosie's been riding riding, um, riding with the 60 kilos after the claim, which has yeah. obviously been quite so an effort. So those midweek zero yeah. MWs. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. So Not now this is – it just doesn't look well-weighted. That's that's the issue with Spillanova. I, I know after the claim we're down to 57, but, yeah, look, if Cash can get across and lead um, – with a degree of comfortability, he's a very hard horse to catch Spillanova from the fence, especially, yeah, as you just, said, this is the form, form yard at the moment. So. You know what he's like? He builds into his prep. I exactly mean, right. Uh, it's last, good. It's a good I think race he, not to he, bet early. He won a 72-plus last campaign and then mm -hmm. ran third Inspirational Girl mm -hmm. at 78. Knocked over Pooley at a short price. Yeah, yeah. true attraction. Inspirational Girl, yeah. true attraction, Spillanova third, yeah. So. Yeah, the thing here is, and the best part about this race is you just – you. 
because we've got to chose to get beaten from the front is usually the way a back market gets beaten at a short price. Yeah. So if you're saying, oh, hang on, this is playing on pace. We look at the previous race and uh, Ultimate Command Bopping Blue have been hard to run down. He's a Sizzler hasn't made much ground. He's a Sizzler's a really good horse early in the day to determine yeah. how they're going to go for yeah. making ground. Um, and exactly the same in the first with Queen of Soul and Western Real. And they should both be making really good ground and going close to winning. So if we're saying, oh, hang on, leaders are really suited here. Um, yeah, I reckon Spillano will be the way I'll go there too. So. Mm. Yeah, um, um, it's really good in the fact that you've got a short price favourite. It's always going to stay short priced. Uh, you don't need to worry about hopping into anything else now. I don't think they're going to shorten too much. Yeah, and I can this last thing on God has chosen, even despite um, I think what's Pike won on him last start. He was a bit, he was prior the start prior. He got into some traffic issues, and La Farola happened to blouse him on the line. Um, in the last couple of weeks, a uh, couple two stars. You've got to be kidding! That was my biggest result. Yeah. So I'm middle of lunch here, mm. going for an absolute um, fortune. That's the one he gets bad luck. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Incredible stuff mm. from the wizard. And then, um, and then he took luck out of the equation in a way. Last uh, last start with God has chosen when he just he was about to get pocketed and he sort of bugger this. I'm just going to rate mm. just going to rate him three wide outside leaders sort of thing. But what I really liked in the figures is. He's balanced up, and I think he's run one of the fastest last 200s of the day. Admittedly, they didn't go very fast, but for him to to do that after not everything going perfectly for him in the run just show, goes to show this horse has got a lot, a lot of talent. This is a big engine, and um, and yeah, but uh, but so yeah, I can I can see exactly why it's a dollar seventy. It's probably going to hold that price throughout betting, and um, he's got a, he's got a huge future, and he's probably going to be a master series type horse this time next year. So 100%. look out for um, a big twenty twenty two from God has chosen, and um, but yeah, just just for uh, just thinking. As we're talking here, Terry, about the spilling over thing. That's a jock, as you said, it's a hoop that hasn't yeah. been for quite a while. So yeah. it's yeah, I, I always I'm always happy to take one on, even if I think it's the best horse by panels. If yeah. there's just a few little things against or a few little queries. No, I think, think Beth is gonna in, uh, throw the lure out and see if we can uh, we can have a nipple or two. They'll catch me, I reckon, and I reckon. <laughs> the, the, the punter on the other end who's laying it will probably keep my money, I suggest. <laughs> All right, that's race four done. Uh, let's get stuck into Morgan versus Taylor 2 on the WA Racing – oh, sorry, the Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing Mastermind. Whoosh. It's now time for the Mundaring Hotel's WA Racing Mastermind competition. Take two, BJ. That is correct, Terry. Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you get a chance, you can uh, drop in. See the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day, enjoy the feed, have a flutter, perhaps a frothy, and the family atmosphere, and make sure that you posse up on Butchie's big deck. Mm. So, uh, as we're all aware, last week was uh, a little bit controversial, Guru, wasn't it? Yeah, well, if you don't do your research properly, it can be a bit of a trap for fools for good masters, <laughs> can't it, BJ? So. Yes, so the stewards were, Perth stewards were, were called. I love um, how afterwards, by the way, so before you go on to it, Lockie goes, just for the for those uh, that didn't hear last week, um, so Riley's answered the last question, trap for fools. BJ said, you're right. Lockie thought he was first in, very controversial, but then I said, Lockie, were you going to say trap fools? Yeah, of course I was, of course I was. Yeah. Of course, that wasn't actually the answer anyway. He had a, he had a real moment there to like... Take ownership and go. Well, no, that wasn't. Yeah, Billy Billy Boyd, a very sharp operator on Twitter. He uh, he pointed out that 
I said the last three, Trapford mm. Falls has raced in 18, 20 and 21, yeah. whereas Platoon had raced in the last three. So wow. I've been, uh, as I said, I've been admonished by the stewards. I've been sent back to Quizmaster Tutelage and, um, yeah, so I need you're to... You're lucky you got a good record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're clean, you're clean yes, record, yeah, but you're off. That's right. And uh, so, yes, the uh, press stewards were involved. The uh, producer, Jen, she checked out the, the audio and in her... Humble opinion, it was a dead heat. It was a dead heat. So how did you announce? Did I see that? No, but Riley got announced the winner. Yeah, of course. Oh, but, but Riley didn't win it. Nobody won it. It was too all. Well, that's why we're having the rematch. But did Riley get a voucher? He's getting a voucher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Lockie's got enough vouchers. Yeah, he's got heaps. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, so, yeah, last week was uh, – it just sets us up for a – Oh. For a box office rematch, what, what more can you say? It does, it certainly does. We should introduce the two lads, uh, Lockie. Thank you for uh, for giving up a bit of your time and, and coming back on again. It's good to have you. Who, is he the champion? He's no, the champion no, no. still. He's the, the master. The mastermind is uh, Riley. He, he was declared the winner. Nah, no, 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 no. He I'm, was declared the winner. Okay. Oh, this is this is still controversial. We should discuss this before we start, shouldn't we? Uh, Lockie, it's good to have you here, buddy. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, mate. And Riley Dot Morgan, uh, you're there. How are you going? You're questionably the mastermind at the moment. How's your week been in Perth? Um, yeah, must have been must have been odd. Yeah, it was a it was a strange week. Um, I'm surprised Lockie surprised Lockie made it with his uh, Western Mail commitments this week after uh, after last Thursday. So uh, we're uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, mate, mate, Subiaco Football Club must have must have been aware that uh, Riley Dot Morgan was the new WA Racing mastermind mm. because they've rung up during the week and they've signed him up for next year. Is that right? They have, they have, they have. Yeah, I'm uh, signed on for the next uh, two seasons, so uh, hopefully all goes well. Congratulations, ah, mate. Good stuff, mate. It might be a bit like that time that uh, the New South Wales Blues signed up Andrew Johns to play cricket. So they only want him in there for his star factor, bring the crowds <laughs> through the door. Um, so be, be careful, mate. They might just be getting you in for your personality and not your football playing like ability. Oh, when the Mariners signed up Usain Bolt to yeah, play uh, soccer. Gold yeah. Coast signed up uh, Carmichael Hunt or GWS Israel Folau. We could keep going here. But, uh, guys, there's a bit of a fill-up on the end of this. The winner of this one not only becomes the uh, the WA Racing Mastermind, but we have a big uh, a big entry next week we'll we'll announce it on twitter during the week but uh one of wa's leading jockeys has uh come forward and said uh give me a crack i want to uh i want to win uh the, i want to be the wa racing mastermind i so, think his words uh, was i well, am the mastermind uh, didn't he say that it I doesn't am. matter i don't think it matters who wins then because if i know jockeys will be an easy win for riley or myself <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me so a little bit of a fillip for the uh winner bj Yes, very good. So we've got Riley back to defend his crown. Is he? It's not defending. He's mate, it's, like, the crown. It's, it's like the LBW in the cricket. Like if you're you out, have argued about if, you, off if you're out, you're out, mate. Like yeah. so, no. that was a decision made on the on the day, and mm. so the decision stands. Lockie questionable gets uh, a chance to uh, to right a few wrongs, perhaps in okay. uh, in grudge match. You're Morgan. still the mastermind in my no, eyes, Lockie. Yeah. Morgan versus Taylor too. Okay, fellas, you know how to play. Your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind. You'll need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. Is it my turn now? Okay. All right. Challenger, are you ready? Riley, are you ready, mate? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I would have said if I was you too, Lockie. Uh, that's you, Lockie. You're ready. Mastermind, are you ready? Yeah, ready to go. 
Who was that? Lockie or no. Riley? <laughs> very confusing today. Three, two, one. Okay. Who am I? I'm a four-year-old gelding by Sebring who, after dominating two trials, went under on went under on debut at a dollar twenty-eight with Jared Noski in the saddle. Punters were not deterred, though they wish they were, as I was a beaten dollar thirty-five and then a dollar ninety favourite at my next two starts. I did eventually break through, and my career record is currently two wins from ten starts to date. I share a first Lockie. name. Lockie. Billy Ray. Ah, oh, very good. Very good. good. I share a first name with a beanpole, fast bowler, currently playing for the Melbourne Stars. I'm going around <laughs> a double-figure chance this weekend with Cabri. Paddy Carberry in the saddle. Who am I? I'm Billy Ray. You went for the cricket reference rather than Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Stanley. <laughs> Billy Stanley. Billy Stanley. Exactly right. Isn't Thank the, you. Is the horse yeah. named after Billy Ray Cyrus? Aki oh, Breaky Heart? Probably, yeah. Uh, okay. I just, I just don't think you understand, VJ. <laughs> <laughs> And if you'll tell my heart, sheesh! Lockie Taylor is on the uh, he's on the board early. That's one. Riley Morgan yet to score. Next question, Riley. Can you just make sure your bus is working, buddy? Yeah, it's Nick, working, Nick, mate. Okay. Don't one, you worry. <laughs> We've got hard R's and soft L's again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next question. Name the trainer that saddled up the third place getter in all Masters Group Ones, all three. Lockie. Oh, there's a bit of a stutter there. Lucky. Lucky? Dan Morton. It was Danny Morton. So that was uh, third with Kiss on All Four Cheeks in the railway, third with Elite Street in the Winterbottom and third again. Unlucky third, Kiss on All Four Cheeks in the Kingston Town. Mm -hmm. Next question, it's two Lucky Riley yet to score. Name the jockey that won both the West Speed Platinum Series Final and JRA Cup on day two of the Masters. Riley. It's a bit of a delay here for you, Lockie. Riley. Lockie. Sean the Gruddy. Oh, it's oh, a Well, it, would, it would just would have been five instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of three nil the way this is going. Jeez, that's, a, uh, that's authoritative, isn't it? Congratulations, Lockie Taylor. You are back as the WA Racing Mastermind. How does it feel, mate? Good. What were the other questions out of interest? Oh, give us a spell. On a Friday morning. Give us a spell. I, I reckon right now if I saw your face, it would be one of the, be one of the biggest shit-eating dreams <laughs> that I've ever seen of all time. It's, it's upsetting me. I was, well, I, I'm, I live out in the stick, so my reception's nowhere near as good as Riley's mansion <laughs> in the house. So, the man's down I, and he's I, putting I, the boot in. <laughs> Riley's on the ground. You've just pummeled him into submission and you've just gone and sat on his head. <laughs> I wasn't going to be in a mansion and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yet, yet. Riley, mate, thanks again for giving up your Thursday morning to to jump on the uh, the one one, mate. It would be good to get you back on to do a preview with us mm. over uh, either next this month or next month if you are keen, and if, or if we can rip you away from your new Tab Radio and Subiaco Football Club commitments. But that one hundred dollar gift voucher, the Mundaring from last week, Riley is in the post, and Lockie Taylor, you've got two coming your way now. So uh, congratulations, Lockie. The Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. And until next week, who will be taking on a mystery jockey? Exactly right. And, and um, I'm going to let them know what you've said as well, that it would be a walkover. Dead set. We might even cater the questions for them, I think. Congratulations, Lockie. And thanks again, Riley. That was clinical, boys. Thank you for having me, though. <laughs> thanks, mate. Thanks, Good luck at Subi. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. See you, Well done, Lock.
Well, did we get the the right no. result this time? <laughs> we didn't. Huh? It's like you look forward to that. Uh, I'm not much of a uh, boxing man or whatnot or the uh, MMA, but you uh, you look forward to the repeat bout after it's gone the distance and someone walks into a right hook in the first 10 seconds. So, uh, no, dominant from Lockie. Good range of questions, I felt, as well. There was nothing... Um, too pointed uh, in that particular direction, but no, just a... Yeah, we tried to try to have a bit of a master's yeah, theme, exactly just right. keep it co- kind of recent, but mm. I suppose Lockie did have an advantage. He was out there covering the uh, action front and centre. At the same time... Oh, insane, that Riley's yeah, Riley's show, yeah. and yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's obviously... He's across it all. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think Lockie was just... Dominant. Just, yeah, had these... Finger on the trigger, and uh, yeah, the um, the universe, everything is right in the universe because uh, he's uh, once again the I think the third third time he is a few times. It's yeah. the third time WA Racing Mastermind is very Taylor. Um, very humble man about it. So I did like you said about getting Riley back on the show soon too. I've, I've been speaking to we've got to get Lath and um, Tommy Johnson back on soon. We've got to go through a lot of them. We haven't got the the McCormicks to do again. Michael Heat and I think we just have a real run of it in the yeah. new year, just yeah. getting everyone on. And any we've got a week um, off coming up. Any other too. names as well? I'd love to get Scotty Embry back on again shortly as well. So um, we do, don't we? Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, because the uh, Christmas Day is a sad day this year, so mm. there's no Metro meeting. So we can we can have a bit of a have a bit of a breather leading into Perth Cup Day. Mm. What do you think? Mm. Excited. Uh, all right. That is our Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind done for episode 106. Congratulations once again to our winner, Lockie Taylor. Race five, Crown Perth Handicap over the mile, 72 plus. We've got another shorty here. Good it's right? just, it's just not It's just cost a pass on a Friday night. Yeah, what's going eerie, on? Man. Um, We've got a bit of a GP well, feel to it, hasn't it? The, the difference here is this one I've actually got shorter than the dollar eighty that it currently is. Um, I was two bucks got us chosen, by the way, in the previous in the previous, so it wasn't like I was a heat longer. Mm. Um, but yeah, pro consent, as I said at the time, looks like it's just going to keep winning. It, it, it's it's funny, pro consent carries the same weight here, goes up in grey, but it's not a it's not a huge amount harder. I don't really think, especially when you go back and look at the prior run to comfort me. But um, look, pro consent can. Settle up uh, in about fifth or sixth here. It's a nice little map. The fact it's drawn inside a chili is hot as well. Like just a few little things really work in its favour if you sit down and, and do the map properly. Um, the fact Dom just shoots outside of it as well. Um, yeah, this holds form, BJ. This just just brains. I'm a dollar sixty five, and again, I don't really bat below even money. Um, but bet fair, two bucks, I'll be uh, getting involved. An idea for me here. An idea for for listeners. Why I'm probably so keen as well is I've got Harry Thomas, the longest price in the field, as my second favourite. Um, I'm $13, Harry Thomas. I probably should be longer, and I'm not. I haven't backed it. The, even though the five dollars a place, I'm I'm not necessarily diving in to have a bet there. But um, I thought Harry was a big improvement after six weeks off. Bj um, breezing and going to the line with Laurentinio. Uh, Harry yeah, Thomas. It's, it's run six beaten three point three, but it was actually. There was actually a gap from so, so I think went to the line fourth, fifth, sixth, didn't it, Harry Thomas? Yep. Yeah. So they they all went across the line at the same time. Exactly right. And he's now um, Harry Thomas has gone from an eighty nine to a seventy seven raider. So he's dropped twelve points, which is six kilos, and he's got the apprentice on. So he's now getting into seventy two pluses with fifty three and a half. Um, which you go back five starts ago, he's getting into seventy two plus he's fifty seven and a half after yep. the claim. So he's in a really nice spot in that sense. If we get a hot little rail, I'll be more than happy to throw the pro. Consent dollar seventy in the bin and 
Back, uh, back Harry Thomas each way that you'd want to pick up on that early because it will be supported, not just by me, but by others, I reckon, as well. And you're going to have Superior Smiler playing Marika in the breeze. I mm-hmm. reckon he can shake those off if he's, if he's anywhere near his best. Um, and then the horse is taking up so much market percentage. Dom to shoot. Goes up. How about this? Goes up four kilos and goes into a significantly harder race. I reckon that was one of the worst races of all time, that mile. Bella's Idols won the race. Superior Smiler in the finish. That's a poor 78 plus. So... It's actually up four kilos and up in grade. So Dom to shoots just your lay of the day. Okay. Has to be. 60 kilos, dearie me. Uh, Pro Consent has obviously with Adam Duran after previously being with Robbie Harvey, he's just absolutely thrived on those hot hot speeds. He's been able to sort of sit mid-back, mid um, absorb that, just as soon as he saw daylight the other day, it was incredible viewing, wasn't it? Went to the went to line three point one lengths clear, a big screen, hard held. They don't win much softer than that. And even his run to comfort me, like watch that replay a few times, and there's a world where he yeah. almost wins that race. So yeah, um, there's a world where like, <laughs> there's a world where he runs a place in a railway stakes. Yeah, we run top cool. five or six oh, in a railway yeah. stakes. So that's how good he's going. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm with Terry. Pretty keen. Yeah, lock it in, lock it in, Terry. Bit boring, isn't it? You got red. You got Harry Thomas as second favorite. Uh, no, I didn't have a price to have Harry Thomas. No, I didn't have Harry Thomas mm, second favorite. I thought Chili is hot was a. I thought this was a good opportunity for this mare to get out of that black type mare series and into a handicap. Had no luck in the Jungle Miss. I thought her first up run behind Bright Diamond was good. No luck in the Jungle Miss, and then no luck again in the Jungle Dawn. Uh, this horse, did it win the Belmont Oaks Chili's Hot? I think it did. So it's going to enjoy rising to the 1,600 metres here. Drops to 54 kgs. I expect Chili's Hot to run top three for sure. Would you prefer Chili's Hot in the in the get-out stakes with 56 kilos over 1,800 metres in one of the thinnest races of all time? <sighs> That's yeah. two weeks in a row. Chili is hot. The placements, I don't know. I, I wonder if they nommed. The, the placement with Chili is hot. They could have had a couple of wins the last two weeks. It's just this is the type of stuff I just I just don't get the the thought process in a, in the placement of horses a lot of the time and just analysing your opposition um, at acceptances. But um, yeah, going well. Chili is hot. It just doesn't give me the feel of a horse that's going to be able to out sprint pro consent. No, no, or, no. I, just, um, I think she's a she's a definite place chance. So I don't mm. know what price is Chili's hot. I think she's their favourite. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chili's hot currently yeah, seven okay, seven fifth. I thought it might be more like I double figs. My market's a lot different actually. I've got uh, Harry Thomas second favourite red publisher equal second yeah, red favourite. Publisher actually. was good the other day. Yeah. It was huge. It's gonna yeah. map perfectly, gets three and a half kilos on pro consent. Yeah. Um then I had Lockie as my next favourite. It was uh arguably it, it wins. Stiff. It probably wins the it's other day. Probably like... might have won the other day. You don't know. It's a bit like um Forever Autumn. We don't know exactly. But yeah. it, it was it was travelling and Durant's got it and now if it's ready, think about how pro consent went from not being able to go any good to going super and then holding its form. If Ugar Lockie's now hit that point as well. Um, yeah, it's going to run your race. So, yeah, taking on a lot of the ones in the market for me. If you're doing an exotic, good, good little race for an exotic, actually. Oh, for me, the way I've looked at it, with Pro Consent stood out to win. And then, um, yeah, you're taking Red Publishers, Harry Thomas's, Ukgard Lockies to run second. And then. Just to wrap the Chili is Hot thing in a bone, was nommed for the 66 plus 1800, mm-hmm. Drew Barrier 4, 60 kilos. So I suspect. Oh, has it been re handicapped? No, that was that race was scaled up because there was no top weight for it. So. Oh, sorry, it is down to sixty. Yeah. Well, the six, what's wrong with the sixty kilos? You know, with a good draw of eight hundred in inferior race. So and anyway, what's bottom weight got in that? 
in that race. 57 and a half. Uh, Dip, 50, no, no, 55 mid. Diplomat doesn't count. Oh, sorry, I see what you're saying. What's yeah. the real yeah. bottom weight got in that? 57 and a half. So it's yeah. basically a bunched. I'm, I'm just mm. giving you the facts. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm arguing with you for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Steve Smith's just got it. Oh, dear. It's see, a no ball, I think. He let a step on the outside line. Oh, Steve. Come on, mate, grow up. All right. Race number six, the Salinger. Handicap over the 1,400 metres. BJ, there's no $1.60 favourite here. What are we going to do? Uh, what are we going to do? Let me uh, let me catch up here, Terry. Throw well, throwing you out. I wonder if – sorry, I think the Ashes has got me – got me um, – sucked me in. So I wonder if Speed Dream was a little bit more uh, – had a little bit more of a higher profile trainer, jockey, and maybe a different set of, set of colours. It might be another – very very short favorite but yeah speed dream i think this if um this is its race it's been tackling vastly superior um assignments to this i thought it's last start seventh behind god has chosen should have finished top three with reckon, a bit more i thought when I it really got out, do you reckon it was that impressive to yeah. the line i watched yeah. it a couple of times i went back and i thought i found the line pretty well um yeah, I thought it found the line pretty well. I'm just talking to myself. Yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, the figures were good late. The, yeah, the, um, but, but I mean, I, he just – Jason Waddick just said – Ducati, Flash Ducati, Flash Ducati. It's yeah. run third. It's a real out-and-out out stay. Michael Lane hasn't even gone to the 1,800-meter race. He's taking it to Sunday at Pinjarra. Um, Jadon? No, definitely, definitely <laughs> not. That's what I'm saying. It, it's only a battle. I, I just thought he was. He spent half of the straight angling trying to get out. Yeah, that, no, was, that right. was the thing. So this on paper, I just thought this should just be win. This it's makes complete sense. But do you just feel like Roland Piercy, Jason Whiting? You you just feel like this horse has now had four cracks this campaign and it's got, gone well. Have we got, have we I don't trust know. issues. I've got major, major trust sure. issues. Yeah, again, I, I, you have to market favorite. It, it deserves favoritism, but I have. Um, I have trust issues with reliability. What, what price? I was three fifty. I think I was three fifty, and I and I, I took a bit of Brad bet at three seventy this yep. morning because I, I just I knew my three fifty was probably long. That's if that great. makes sense. Yep. Um, and I just wanted to save on the race with it because I knew afterwards I go, why'd you try and get this beaten, Terry? You dickhead. Um, but the thing is, you look at this race very quickly, and like Island Missile is your second favourite. It's flying. It's going super. But you got to carry sixty mm -hmm. from the widest, and so you got to come last. from last, yep. right? So you got to carry sixty from last. No surrender. I'm expecting a big improvement from, but I'm a little bit worried about how it's come back this campaign. Yep. Mitchy Pateman on nice map. If this if it doesn't run your race here, it's in big trouble. The fourth favourite, I've got fifty to one in secret statue. So for me, it's like, whoa, this is poor, 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 poor. So I looked a little bit further afield and I've seen you've got it for second in your leg up as well at a price. So we might be agreeing on one here, which we can speculate on. Um, that's Crescent City. Stewards Report missed it last start. And I yep. love, you know, I love when a Stewards Report missed a horse. So felt um, under Christy Bennett, it started a hit of straps with maybe 300 to go, went up the back of something or other. Um, I think it, in the end it was beaten five I think it was actually following God Has Chosen. It was, and yeah. it tried to get off. Yeah, yeah. it might have it. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so we all, yeah, we all know yeah, what happened. Yeah, as Mark Lecrae would say, well, <laughs> what happened next, people? Um, and um, yeah, I think if if it doesn't get chopped out there, it probably is beaten two lengths. La Farola, and that's yeah. going to be the form for this race. Um, I'd suggest so up to the fourteen hundred meters. Um, they've always had a big opinion. This horse has always started really well in the market mm. for Grant and Alana. Um, Kesha's on. 
which is gets him down to 56. But the map looks really nice. You've got the great one, um, No Surrender, and Peppy Jack will settle in your first three. But it's possibly this lands in the 1-1 almost yep. um, in an ideal world. And, and the fact this can get further, you want Kesh off and going um, as they turn. You don't want it held up and going from there. But, um, yeah, sent enough from Crescent City um, to suggest – that it can run us a race. And I've got it a $6 second favourite, so it's currently $14. Um, really? So, okay. Yeah, 14s and 4s, so $14 each way. I was um, 6 There you go. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it's um, each way all day for me. I, I Look, I, speed drive should be very hard to beat. I've marked it a clear favourite. I just... I If I'm hopping into what price is that now? Three bucks. If I'm hopping into one at three, if I'm hopping into one at three dollars, I... Yeah, I, I want to feel a bit more reliability about the trainer jockey combo at times. If yeah. that makes um, if that makes sense. If if this was a Cerise and White run, I'd I'd probably take three bucks in heartbeat. Steaming in, yeah. So uh, I was three twenty five Speed Dream on top. I got well, yeah, very I mean, similar markets. I mean, we? if you've what if, are your secrets, touchy? Um, no, I wasn't as bold as you. Uh, I was. Uh, what did I do? Secret statue elevens. Okay. Yeah. What is he? Eight. Yeah. Um, only because it's a super thin race. I think I had New Amsterdam sort yeah. of trying to, trying, to, trying to find a spot in the market for New Amsterdam who's coming out of a Northern Class 3. It's just one of those races. But in isolation, you take Speed Dream runs a terrific second to Secret Plan, then runs fourth to Pure Devotion, Big Screen, then runs that second, was second to Big Screen. That was that day, but that, that was, was a mile, 12 to 16. 12 to mile yeah. And then the other day, the uh, went back from 12, Jason Whiting had to just take his medicine, angle through, cut through, try to make something out of nothing and hit the line really good. This is D-Day for Speed Dream. The race is set up perfectly. He's got the gate to land midfield, uh, off the fence, out of trouble. Jay Whiting just needs to keep this fellow rolling into the race and I think Speed Dream should just be able to work them over late. But I'll be also be having something on Crescent City. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, BJ. Speed Dream should should yeah should the key word should be winning um but yeah i'm happy if it starts shorter and we get an each way price yeah. crescent city so that's the way i'll go each way crescent city wouldn't begrudge anyone backing speed dream though race seven morley growers market handicap 1200 meters ratings 66 plus interesting little race this i mean island charms the fave but it's it's racing super but it's got another sticky draw to contend with but but, but, double but, uh, has the top jock, Chris Parnham, on board to try and uh, overcome the uh, the awkwardness of gate 10. The awkwardness. Yes. Potential awkwardness. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly right. Uh, showing more gate speed this campaign, Island Charm, than in, in past campaigns. But tough, interesting, do you reckon charge uh, leads? Tough, yeah, right. Do you reckon charge leads or do you reckon Zephyr Queen will, will kick up and hold him out? Um, Agent J's been struggling for that really good early speed, so I don't know if it can... What about Vina Votz? Uh, I think that over a thousand. Yeah, I, I think they might be happy just parking. If uh, Winner Vox doesn't lead, then Charge crashes across. I think. Yeah, if, if, if Charge gets super to the fence, fast the other day. Yeah, it did. Yeah, if Charge gets to the fence with um, without much hassle over the um, over that journey, it'd be hard to beat. I I am just from that gate. Uh, with the extra weight, allowing for it to have to work too hard. And yep. It's a tell on it late. So and, it rises, um, rises six kilos from the last up third behind Triple yeah, Missile. Where but it's fair they enough. Ran, they ran 108. Horses uh, like Resort Man leveled up to it and it kicked, kicked yeah, it was clear a good of performance. them. So I actually had a really good bet on charge um, on that particular day when it got out to 50, 60 to 1 after Mervyn because Mervyn came out. Yeah. So obviously we didn't even talk about it in the podcast. Right. It wasn't worth discussing. And, um, yeah, I didn't back it each way. Not that smart, but um, – <laughs> 
Yeah, it was a uh, – <laughs> gave me a sight for my money and a price. Um, a little bit of a thrill, did it? <laughs> yeah, it gave me a thrill until, until I realised – th- I actually had three bets in that race. I had Secret Plan at 280, which started $1.90. I backed Litocracy, the place, at 450, which started 270 yeah. And I backed Charge at 60 to 1. And um, I, didn't, I didn't get a Razoo back. <laughs> did not get a cent back. Punted, so. well, punted well, though. <laughs> punted well. You love that, don't you? <laughs> punted well. Jeez. Listen to this, BJ. How many, how many messages you get to start with that? Um, <laughs> deserve, deserve, deserve better. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a real clear top two in my market. It's the same as your two. It looks like in Island Charm and Jedi of Mind. Mm. Um, Jedi of Mind, really impressive. Three-year-old form lines, blah, blah, blah. Trial couldn't have been better without the winkers on. Um, I am going for the other one. I'm going for Island Charm. And the main reason is just the Brett Pope yard at the moment, the form. Just a, just a slight query. Also, I don't think at this stage of the day it's the worst thing to be drawn wide. Island Charm's going to be. Well, yeah. Jedi Mind, if it's on the back of charge and it's given a kick and shaking off Agent J or Wiener Walt or Zephyr Queen, then that is that is position A and suddenly maybe it's advantage Jedi Mind. But yeah. um, look, I just think with the speed coming across from wide, I, I think Chris Parnell will be able to find a spot midfield here. And he sat deep last start, run third to Laferola, got his chosen. Previous start, he's in the three-wide line um, and Written Matters just grabbed him on the post and they've sort of cleared out to third. They've then cleared out to fourth. Yeah. There was big gaps, like they were just better than it. So, um, yeah, Roy Rogers is becoming a, a trainer I don't mind trusting as well at the moment. He's, he, he brings one to town that's in the market. They tend to run as they should. Um, Pretty good formal prep. Hot Z, Angelic Miss, Written Matter, mate, there's, Roller, there's, there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. Oh, I actually looked and go, how is this the bottom weight in this race? Yeah. Just, just on the surface you know sometimes you don't look at ratings or anything yep. just think like looking at all the animals in this how is this the bottom weight so yep. um yeah i'm 295 so this is actually a good bet for me um four bucks island charm and i'm, I'm four dollars jedi mind it's about four bucks at the moment i i know that's on my price but i want to save i feel okay. i feel good saving there it's a bit boring but i'd be surprised if if the winners um coming from any others in the race charge your ways and Billy Ray are probably the, the dangers, I guess. What about our... King's authorities yeah, never impossible. Billy Ray, never, our, never who, impossible. Uh, who am I? Yeah, Billy, it'll, yeah, it'll annoy me and win one of these at some stage. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be behind Jedi Mind and Island Charm should be off and going beforehand. So Yeah, I agree with... I'm in a full agreement with you, Terry, but oh. the narrowed it down to Island Charm and Jedi Mind as well. Island Charm with the race fitness and just, just the form around it. It's impeccable. Um, have a lot of time for Jedi Mind from gate one. Can sort of sl- get backish a bit, Jedi mind, but Sean McGrady on might be able to counter that as well. Um, would I like to see Jedi mind drawn off the fence? Perhaps, perhaps. So, but yeah, I think they're both nice horses. I think this is the day for Island Charm. I think she's uh, she's ready to win and uh, just needs an ounce of luck from the sticky icky draw. It is a uh, Sean McGrady type of ride, though. There isn't anyone that, that rides much better from sort of like leaders back, get them into the race yeah. at the right time type thing. So, um, yeah, would like to see him maybe get into come a little bit closer a little bit earlier yesterday though, BJ, but that's just, that's just Sweet. nitpicking. Just nitpicking. <laughs> exactly right. All right, the feature race of the day, the GA, uh, GA Perry. We're very, very <laughs> merry. Towson oh, Cup. Um, Leicester race. This is, this is a good little race actually. It's King, nice. George, King George Town, absolute pioneer of WA racing. Won about 100 Perth Cups back in the day. Oh, there you mm. go. Um, I'm not 106, so I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> BJ, most people are going to be um, marrying up for one of the three some white runners. I guess before we do that, we'll do a, a quick speed map. You'd expect Traffic Force to kick through and lead uh, from barrier one. Who's the other speed horse? I forgot. Juicing Carrots. 
Juicing carrots will work across. I don't think they'll be desperate. I think no. they'll be happy with the breeze. Um, if they can get there, they might end up being deep. Some days, juicing carrots doesn't go quick early. Yep. Black Shadow, Marachano look like your leaders back one one type yep. horses, and yep. they look your first four in running. Um, timing yep. and run correctly for Black Shadow or Marachino could be almost a winning move yep. with the right jockeys. I love the placement. I know they're getting the points with Black Shadow here, but they, they're you probably weighted up. You got to getting go. well. They're getting seventy two and a half thousand, so you're getting the points for two wins, which is eight points. Yep. It would you'd get eight points usually. If you win this, what are they, an 81? So yep. they're going to get 9, 4, 13. So they're getting 5x. So they're costing themselves one win, but they're getting a listed win and they're getting themselves a – well, they're going to get a Perth Cup start anyway. Yeah. I like this. As but he's a seven-year-old, so like if exactly he's, right. he's, in, exactly he's right. flying, yep. so this is Perth Cup time. Uh, exactly right. I like, yeah. I like this as placement. So it's, um yeah, really nice spot for Black Shadow. Um, but I'm really keen on pure devotion here, BJ. I think it is um, a near – Good thing. Um, I I narrowed it down to it and Midnight Blue at the pointy end of my market. But I've got Midnight Blue with the speed in this race. It's really interesting. And this is one of those deep dive speed maps, Beach. So we've got those first four we just mentioned. You yeah. then got Bella's Idol in three. Bad Wolf, well, Bad Wolf in, in six, Taxagano in seven. They're two that I reckon definitely, watching their last few starts, they're way quicker than Midnight Blue first 100. So they get across. So best Midnight Blue is probably in sort of seventh and eighth yep. alongside Bella's Idol. That's where I've got it. Um, from there, you've got Pure Devotion in 10, drawn directly underneath is Tell Him We're Coming, Divine Shadow. It's quicker than those two. It probably pops across and lands within a length of um, Midnight, Midnight Blue. Blue in the run. Midnight Blue for me is an out-and-out stayer, one-pace stayer. I still think Midnight Blue is a little bit overrated by the market. I know it's winning a lot of races and blah, 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 but I think if they're springing together with Pure Devotion with 54, there's – there's only well, there's only one winner in that sense in my mind, and um, I don't think Pure Devotion will just win this, but I think the Perth Cup's in its grasp. I think it'll be very hard to beat in the Perth mm. Cup too. So Pure Devotion to win this, and Pure Devotion to win the Perth Cup in three weeks. Question: If oh. Midnight Blue was William Pike, would you be? Would that be impacting your decision making? Uh, I'd get a better price for Pure Devotion. Yeah. Uh, very interesting though. So if Pikey opted for Midnight Blue over Pure Devotion. Right. Do you reckon yeah. they put Carberry on the number one here? Because but Carberry's had experience of riding Midnight Blue in the past. That's true. So, and yes. but Carberry's riding Billy Ray. Carberry's riding, obviously Regal Power last week. So I reckon that yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's the number yeah, two at yeah. the moment. So um, yeah, I think they think Midnight Blue's the number one seed. Yep, mm. uh, very much so. But uh, no, it wouldn't change it a huge okay. amount because I think it would end up in the same spot in running. Um, and the thing I want to see with Midnight Blue is often going at the six or rolling into it. If, if they sprint together or the, if Pure Devotion's a length off it with a, with the 54, it's it's the type of mare that the, the low weight's so key for, I reckon. like to I know it's last week, but 60 aesthetically wasn't all that pleasing, but no, it was, it was carrying good, 60 was kegs, you know. Yeah, yeah it's a bit, so, of, bit of stop start too. Had to quickly. Yeah, like, like yeah, just looking at like very quick looking at Pure Devotion's last sort of six runs, Rage, it's – so this campaign, it's won its last three. Yep. Um, nice steers. Um, slow speed when it got past Small big field. screen that day. Yeah. It was good. Mm. Um, Jet Stanley Apprentice's Cup. Before the first up, I reckon it just about would have won that race if it got clearer and late. That's up for debate. But that was 1,400 metres. It was a great run nonetheless. Um, and then you go back to it's it's in the Oaks. That was a funny one. Did it peak at the 2,400 when Lunar Impact came back? That's a funny one. Before that, it was stiff not to beat Saleo and Kira maybe just took a stride too long to get going um, and then got held up in the 1,000 guineas over the 1,800 and probably should have won that race yeah. too. So yes. I think Pure Devotion's a, a proper horse. And, um, 
Yeah, pure devotion for me. That's not, why I'm going. And I'm not. Ha- I'm not having a. I'm genuinely. I reckon it drifts. So I haven't had a cent on. I reckon that I'm surprised that Midnight Blue is not favourite. I reckon they'll start about the same price. So I reckon wait for Betfair and we'll see three fifty to four bucks. I'm That's mid- what I reckon. I'm Midnight Blue. Oh yeah, I think he's more seasoned. I think his his timing is right. I actually believe like it's talking about. He was super first up with weight. Got held up at 1800 meters. Then his ass got gold cup win, where they ran a super fast time for the 1800 meters. It was all set up for him and he got the job done. That was uh, authoritative. And then in the Tats Cup, he was sort of, we spoke about it on the show, like they from gate nine, they might just go. We were but, both, do you know what we both were? Mugs. Pisswork. Yeah. We basically discussed why it was going to be so hard to win, why it was going to be under the odds. And why it wasn't important that it won. Do you know what I mean? hundred oh, percent. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I'm not worried about that loss. As yeah, a, I'm not giving yeah. it any negative for so, the loss. The the um, some may look at him and Midnight Blue and Straff Stafford's lad going to the line, so that Stafford's lad uh, got the better of Midnight Blue late. But you got to remember, in running, Midnight Blue was four lengths behind Stafford's lad, so he mm. had to make up that ground uh, in in running in the in the Tats Cup. Otherwise, was it, it was a JRA. It was called on the day anyway, JRA Cup. Um, and then Min- so Midnight Blues had to sustain such a long run. I reckon that that run is perfect platform launching into this race and then launching into the, the Perth Cup. So Midnight Blue, I mean, huge respect for, for pure devotion, but I think that this is this is Midnight Blue's time as a five-year-old. He's um, Paddy Carby, wind him up, get him working through his gears, let him show his staying capabilities, his stoutness, and I think Midnight Blue is going to be able to hold off pure devotion. There's a big chance Midnight Blue ends up back on the fence here. You reckon? Well, yeah. well just for, because you've got underneath you, you've got Trap for Fools, Black Shadow. They're both in front of you without doubt. Yeah. That's probably leader leaders back. And then you've got Bella's Ida, who can begin reasonably well on its day. So um, it just I think the main thing is you just got to almost watch Bella's Idol and say, I'm yeah. staying on your outside. You're on the fence. I'm yeah. one off. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, cracking race. Really, this is such a big tell for and the even, even like, Do you know who we're Even not? like Maritino. I was just going to say, yeah. I think like – I'm always just sitting here thinking, are we really underrating Marachino? Do you know how well it's okay, in here? Yeah. Because what, what it goes price? from 87 plus to yeah. a 90 plus. So it only makes these like half a kilo worse yeah. for that victory. Yeah. Like it's such good place. But it's going to land on the back of- It's going to land 1-1. Yeah, yeah, but that's the problem though, Veg, because juicing carrots, say it's gone at six, you're out, you're flushed a long way from home. Yeah, that's you're, my, you're, that's th- my you're three wide line hoping it doesn't yeah, uh, fall that, in Yeah, that's my And then you've got a, a trap for fools who looks a long way below his best. So I'm started, starting to think, well- do we do we want to be right? Like, is, is the spot black he shadow? He might get left in, front, left in front of the 600 sort of thing. That's the thing. Yeah, and yeah. It could turn into a race where you want to be off speed, yeah. and that's when we see Midnight Blue. Regardless, though, he's a, he's a good horse. Dig deep, come down the outside. I haven't even mentioned him, BJ. Come on. I was going to let you do it. Well, I've no chance. You're over to, it now. I've no chance <laughs> to get, get squeezed I've got, got dig deep fatigue. <laughs> I've no chance. But we, we can't. Uh, Two great stories. The fact that the guru's got a runner in the town. I wouldn't call it a great story. It's a good story. It's just a good story. Yeah, good. It's, it's, it's okay. It's actually, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's a, just a. It's just a story. Yeah, it's just a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So don't, don't ruin it for me, mate. Yeah. But the other thing is Ben Kennedy. Come yeah. back, Kennedy. He is. Uh, he's recently returned after an absence. Always been. Well. Always been a top jock in the making, Ben Kennedy. And um, now he's got his weight down again. He's been welcomed back into the fold. And uh, the Pierce brothers have thrown him a bone. And the Guru has said, "Whack him on, BK in the big one." BK, yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's returned pretty well. He's he's travelling far and wide to get his rides and double at Esperance on uh, yep, Sunday. Yeah, double at Esperance. Uh, I think it's just about. Um, 
time in the saddle, more rides. And yep. Ben Kennedy Rex. is a, for those who are very new to WA racing or uh, uh, Ben's a, a really good jockey. Yeah, he's a good jockey. Um, I yeah. always had there a lot was of one faith year, in One ben. year he was... He was didn't get a lot of rides. He got enough rides, but he was riding. I think he was heavy. He was riding yeah. at like twenty percent. He was a yeah, dynamite just, strike he's, he's rate a jockey. Yeah, on yeah. pace, off pace. Yeah, yeah, you had a lot of trust in Ben Kennedy. Rode so. for big stables as well. They had a lot of faith in him. And uh, the Pierce brothers are uh, showing some uh, 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 some continued faith in Ben Kennedy. He's only a young man too, so. Just remember that he's uh, got a lot of riding left, and a lot mm. of, a lot and Clint of Johnson supporter actually wanted to ride dig deep over pure devotion, um, but we—that's um, not true. <laughs> I, just, I try to keep a straight face there, um, but yeah, no. Looking forward. This is a, a tough steer uh, from the gate. That um, look, I—I'd be happy if we stay back to last, and um, and we see if just see if he wants to stay. This is this is it now. I, I personally don't think dig deep stays. That, that's my uh, overwhelming feeling. But I understand with the lads that we're a ninety-seven raider. We're probably not going to win too many more races at 14 1600 we're in that platoon sort of difficult rating so they're thinking let's give him a little go after we've had our grand finals which was the hannon's northern railway that was our little treble um let's give him a go at the stage if he lose? can stay we've got something then we wow we've got another win or two in us yeah, otherwise well, you, you've got pinjaro cups, zombie probably cups. To, otherwise got, he's probably got to go east well you got cowboy cups that'd be something yeah exactly right oh yeah that'd be something <laughs> <laughs> just leave him up there for so, the round. I'll you know, last, last week we raced each other home for a can of coke. Yeah. Which I won. Just who, who was that? I was Kiss on all four chicks versus Notorious one. Ah, bullshit. Double or nothing. I'm Midnight, uh, midnight Blue. Done. And you oh, are Pure Devotion. Oh, Pure Devotion. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah all, all right. right. Done. I like it. That is Towton Cup done, heading towards the Perth Cup on New Year's Day, which is a sad day, which is going to be an absolute belter, just Jeez, quietly. This, 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 do you realize that is the Perth Cup? It's just 200 metres less. Plus or minus, Nerf Box, Bosk, Platoon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Too no, close to Sun. No, no, no. Sorry. I, I shouldn't. Yep. Yeah, too close to Sun. Nerf Bosk in particular. Yeah, sorry. Those two definitely deserve mention. Nerf Bosk was huge in the Kingston Town. Yeah. Interesting. If Last bit. If It might be wise for distinct racing to put, regardless of how Trappy's old trap's going. I think he's he's got a yeah, couple. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Going to the Perth Cup, top weight. This is something that Bob. This is Bob's kind of thinking. Where does that? How does how does that help? Um, I would actually don't. I think. I think. Too, what's too close to the sun? What's they're not he? far off. I think they're 105. Oh, all right. So there's not that much difference no. between. But if it, if it if it's and a trapper di- after say trapper dies in the ass here, it probably goes down to 105. Probably loses two points. So they're probably the same rating. Yeah, I thought for some reason I thought too close was more like 100, but he's better than that, isn't no, he? he carried yeah. 55 in the, yeah. the railway. It might be 100. So you just yeah. got to work out who's going to be top weight in the cup, and that that's going to be interesting because it brings the bottom weights right into it because they've got that big. Well, spread. the big the big beneficiary of this is dig deep um, because as we said, we had to carry the top weight because of the 87 plus. The fact that it's been moved to a 90 and Mar- Marichan and Mar- Marich, yeah. the fact that it's been moved to a 90 plus um, here, like we meet. Uh, pure devotion a kilo and a half better we met all those ones well a lot of them meet them a kilo and a half better but it's definitely suitable for us so uh, we were happy to see trap fools and nice. very good all right all right bj it is time for a very difficult looking get out stakes s t e a k s i actually i actually forgot that time pause uh pause. proudly proudly <laughs> proudly brought to us by uh, who bj Market City Meats, of course, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. You can find them out at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, Timmy's team run a, uh, they run the show out there at Market City Meats. Swing past, say hello, let Timmy know that you listened to the one one and he'll uh, knock off a few dollars here and there for you, no doubt about that. Congratulations to episode 105. 
Get Out Stakes champion, Lockie Dennis. He, Locker. Flash Lock Dennis? Flash Gordon. Oh, where Flash, am I getting Block Dennis from? Uh, I think that's his nickname, Block. Yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah. Anyway, he likes, a, likes a block or two. Mm. Uh, Lockie Dennis, that's his second Get Out Stakes victory in the last few weeks, actually. So mm. good on you, Lockie. Um, now, he uh, he was nearest the pin with the memorable Miss selection. Uh, there, was, there was one or two entrants who were very, very stiff. I think one of them might have been Dan McClure, actually, friend of the show. Mm. He uh, he's he's a professional place getter when it comes to the, <laughs> the get out stakes. Is Dan, but uh, surely he's uh, he's overdue for a victory. So Dan McClure, look out for his get out stakes selection. But once again, congratulations to Lockie Dennis. So now this week's get out stakes, as Terry said, a very difficult challenge indeed. Race nine, Ascot on Saturday. Let us know who you think will win on Twitter at the one one pod. Decimal winning margin, two decimal places are our preference. Someone put in a um, fractional margin last week, and Deccan, uh, was it Deccan? <laughs> it was very upsetting. So remember, never forget the Sam White rule, Guru. First in, best dressed. Race okay. nine is the Ballast Racing Stables handicap, eighteen hundred meters. Now, I'll be very interested to we'll say it at the at the at the same time. What price was your favourite? Three, two, one, five fifty. Yeah, I was four twenty. <laughs> five fifty, mate. Yeah, I was five fifty the field. I I was probably a bit short though. Um, was your favourite Karanis riding state? No, 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 no. My favourite was the horse that looks most suited going up to eighteen hundred metres. First of all, as I alluded to before, forgetting Diplomat Express, who's a million to one. They've all got between 57 and a half before claims and 60 kilos. So Correct. I wouldn't be as perturbed about um, Holy Enchantment's the one I've got on top. I, up to the 1800, it's, it just makes the most sense. You know, barrier 13, I'm not I'm not taking the 4.6, you don't get me wrong. It's just it was a very unconfident market here, BJ. But, um, yeah, it was a power of deduction type of thing. I got Truly Reliable, who I've seen you've, uh, you're about to talk about, um, as my second elect. Um yeah, Bragwell, third in line. I'm, I'm a query on Bragwell at a mile, let alone 1,800, but maps a dream. Decoy Noxious is my fourth favourite. Decoy Noxious mainly because of Brad Willer. It performs best with Brad Willer on board. It maps really softly. But if I've got Decoy Noxious fourth favourite, BJ, dearie, dearie me. Deary, deary, deary me. Karanis loses cash in the claim. That worries me. Yeah, immensely. that was tough. That loses. Yeah. That, if you put cash on there, it's probably it's just about the goer. So tough last week and a day with nothing um, on speed. And, and finally gets to 18. Yeah, finally gets exactly right. Is it, is it but in saying on? that, it, it, yeah, watch for a scratching. If, if you see Castillo de Lago come out, it's probably favourite. Um, it really is. So, um, yeah, and then how, how much do you forgive Brave Angel? Off we go. I was on last start. That was poor. That was just so poor last start. So, it was like nines to five or nines to fours, and it just plotted to the line. Um, plus, Holy Enchantment, when they've raced each other in the three-year-old race, has always been better of the pair of them. So not, not on we go? No, nah, not on we go. Yeah. It'll probably be near that I'm off. Off we go, on it goes. Um, we Ripper runs – it's a bit sporadic on its day. It runs a big enough race. <laughs> Kerman Rock's a horse that can fluctuate its form massively. It's one yeah. that I'm expecting to run a big race at 30, Com- 40 to one. Complete forgive run first yep, start. Yeah, 100%. Like just – Fort Jade the whole way was wide. I reckon, they might be, I reckon Harvey might be semi-aggressive yeah. from nine and look yeah. for a spot in the first five or six, but um, no, nah, you can find the winner here, Beach. Holy Enchantment for me. I'm 420 Holy Enchantment, $8 truly reliable second favourite, so it's it's clear who I've got on top. But, I, yeah, Jesus Christ, 60 kilos, the one of the widest gates. For a horse who I don't think is going at its very best, but in saying that, because you know it had the trial and a break, yeah. it's now got some continuity. It was yeah. a run, 14 days run, and now another 14 days. So it's got continuity. Yeah. It's 
the two horses in this best suited up to 1800 a holy enchantment and, and truly reliable so if there's enough speed on they're stopping they're the two down the outside i'd expect how's sj's yard going up. battling yeah. aren't they fair it's fair yeah timely outburst really disappointing that sticks in my mind agent j isn't rolling um, our um, Jack we thought was going to be a nice horse he hasn't quite yep so sj's last win was magnificent andy he doesn't have many runners to tell you the truth magnificent andy at northern on uh, october 20. um so yeah it's bit, bit, been a bit of a light start to the season for sj but yeah uh I narrowed it down to those two as well, Terry, but I've gone the reverse, truly reliable on top. I get a feeling I'm one run too soon with truly reliable, but really like this horse. This has been a good get for Ray Vincent and his uh, his crew of owners there. Uh, this is an ex-Peters horse, I'm pretty sure, truly reliable. Uh, dispersal sale purchase, four-year-old, excellent third in the Aquanita, then just got pipped on the line by Baron over in the Belmont Classic. So got some um and and that was when he's he's just sort of learning learning the caper first up run in uh, over 1400 meters was really strong to the line behind beret and then ran one of the better 200 200s of the day last 200s of the day rather behind god has chosen over 14 so it's gone 14 14 ready for 18. Shelby Botel needs has got a couple of decisions to make early in the race from the draw but if she can just find cover three wide she just goes. Yeah, the draw. Yeah. It, it's a good price draw, like yeah. we said about Graceful Girl in the winter yeah. bottom, because yeah. she goes back anyway. Yeah. You prefer to draw, to be honest, you prefer to draw 10 or what's she got? Uh, 12. 12. You yeah. prefer to draw 12. So yeah. Holly Enchantment might even come across, might be able to get, get its back. So um, if they don't go completely back, Either, regardless, I think Truly Reliable is a uh, uh, handy, more than handy stayer in the making. Only a four year old is going to get better with racing. As I said, I think I might be one run short. But I'm still happy to play. Truly, in, a, in a wide, if you are one run short, who's going to be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, oh, that's the thing. Yeah, but that's why it's it's for me. It's truly reliable. Holy enchantment. Four year olds on the way up. Uh, look, both both looking for looking for the eighteen now. Um, practice you, you learn, practice, you learn practice your, forgiveness with brave angel and you learn your meat this week yeah 100 so yeah truly reliable gets the nod for me what price is truly reliable terry uh about seven eight bucks i think okay uh yeah. uh, uh, uh uh truly reliable 758 dollars across the board holy enchantment about 460 yeah uh i don't know i mean where where does the market gravitate to does it just gravitate to holy it's a horse yeah. that the market has gravitated to in the past a bit holy enchantment so is that where the market just simply pushes itself to? Does it come at Bragwell and forget about the eighteen hundred? Just come look at, at the Brave seven Angel, days. Forget about last start. Does it come at yeah? Does it come at potential potential leader? Say Castillo de Lago does come out again, and does it come at Caranas because mm. it's the one that's going to roll forward? Um, oh dear, oh dearie me, BJ. Yeah, it looks tough. Stuff. Truly, stuff. truly reliable for me. All right, I'll go with Holy Enchantment without a huge amount. It's a funny thing, Holy Enchantment as well. I'm saying, well, I'll wait and see what happens on Betfair. I think it's probably the one. Well, yeah. So it's almost like, well, do you take the 460? I'm like, There's better spots to go at 460. Jeez, this maiden's about to jump at 460 in the first at Jero. That's more interest. Um, All right. Okay. Let's take a break. We'll come back with our best mad oh, yeah. and lace. Okay, punters, we are back with our Betfair best betting propositions of the day. Perth Racing Guru, what have you got? I'm going to go for, and this really is a Betfair best, because I reckon we hold all off till Betfair, and I reckon I'm going to see something closer to $4, pure devotion. I'm really confident pure devotion gets the job done. Lots of shorties on the card. They're all around $1.62. Yeah. I always like to avoid those because they're not the best bet. They're just... 
a low return likelihood. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with pure devotion. Race eight. Same thought process. I'm going to st- uh, obviously steer away from the uh, the shorties, i.e., God has chosen and pro consent. And I reckon my bet fair best, similar to Terry, I think it might squeeze out a bit in the market too. Is race two number one? He's a sizzler. He's a oh, I yeah. like that. That yeah. is good. There is a bit of well, I don't like it. Yeah, you don't I like, like it the, one uh, bit. No, I like exactly. I like that. <laughs> well, not one bit. I like the thought process. Uh, uh, my lay of the day is who did I say earlier? Dom to shoot. Uh, Dom to shoot at the four yeah. bucks. Yep, yeah. oh, I've got it significantly longer. Bj. Yeah, I'm with you there. Dom to shoot and uh, madness. Twenty uh, twenty to one. Twenty one dollars plus. Look, I think pro recording. consent is what I genuinely think is the best probably winning chance of the day. But we get on pace day. Harry Thomas, the thirty ones and five six bucks a hole. Yep. Harry Thomas is my maddie. Yeah, good run. My maddie. This horse is flying. I can't believe how well the stable's done with this this horse, Stafford's lad. He's uh, twenty one dollars mm. in the Town Cup. We'll have to get back to last, but look out for him running on. And uh, he's just he's going super. So Stafford's lad is my maddie. 